What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, it's Thursday, December 16th. We've got some updates from earlier today from Bulls head coach Billy Donovan about some players that are on their way back from health and safety protocols and some that we will need to wait a little bit longer for. So we'll give you all of those updates and then we'll spend the back end of the show talking about the the contenders in the Eastern Conference and where the Bulls stack up against teams like Milwaukee and Brooklyn and Miami. That's all ahead. On our first Locked On Bulls, let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. You can also hit us up on that text to voicemail line 331-979-1369. Today's episode is brought to you by Truebill, the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. And can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. All right, uh, Big Dave, happy Thursday. We are maybe, hopefully, who knows, getting closer to our next actual Bulls game. Uh, Today would have been Bulls-Raptors. That was the second game to be postponed by the league because of the Bulls' dire situation with COVID-19 health and safety protocols. And Mm -hmm. right before we hit record here, more alerts from Woj. It's like Woj bombs are now just players that are out with COVID. That's all they the are. Medical reports. Yeah. Um, and gee, guess who it is? It's the Lakers who the Bulls are scheduled to play on Sunday. Russell Westbrook and Avery Bradley joining Malik Monk, Dwight Howard, and Taylor Horton Tucker as mm. Lakers players already in protocol. So it seems like the Lakers right now are going through what the Bulls went through about a week ago, Dave. Uh, it's, it's, it's a thing, man. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, it's weird what I'm about to say, but it's like, I don't know how to feel like you see how I feel, but it's weird. Cause I don't know how to feel at the same time. Like I'm sad of this news and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's th- at the same time, I don't know how to feel because I know what's happening in the world and I know it's going around and I know it's a thing and I just want it to be over. Like I hate it when people started saying stuff like, uh, post COVID. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like it was leave. I'm like, when did COVID decide to leave? Like, it, it, it didn't say, all right, I'm done here, guys. Thanks for letting me stay. You know what I'm saying? I left my keys by the door. No, no. it moved in. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I live here. All right. It, I ain't it, going it moved nowhere. in and started having incestuous relations with its family members. <laughs> and then now there are more of them. Now there are more of them living in there. Everywhere. It's everywhere. And the colder it gets, I guess the worse it gets, you know what I'm saying? These winter months and things like that. So, yeah, man, they canceled a college basketball game uh, this weekend, a CBS Sports Classic game. Uh, I think it was Ohio. Just canceled another game. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, it's hitting everybody. You see what's going? You just told me about the Bears and all the, the protocols. Six players in COVID protocols this morning. Oh, and by and the way, coaches. Matt Nagy will be without any coordinators in their game on Monday against Minnesota. It's, it's insane, man. Like, it's a crazy time, guys. Like, be safe, people. All right? Yeah. Just be safe. Take care of yourselves. Be safe, man. Listening to reading. I don't know, Matt, if you're reading what Stacey King has been saying. 
uh, yeah. about his bout with COVID and how he's mm-hmm. dealing with it. It ain't been pretty. You know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't been pretty, man. He said he still has no strength. He's like, I yeah. have none. He's like, I have yeah. no strength, man. He's like, I'm happy I'm okay and I'm alive. He's like, but I don't have any strength to do anything. I'm still battling high temperatures and things like that. So it's it's ugly, man. It's ugly. Yeah, you know, he. Uh, I saw a tweet of his saying that he had to go to the ER for a chest X-ray or something like that recently, and mm-hmm. you know, he saw a lot of COVID patients in the ER, uh, and he said, you know, they're pr- pretty much most of them, and and those in the worst shape were people who were unvaccinated. So, get vaccinated, stay safe, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Matt Nagy not having any coaches uh, working with him for the, the upcoming Bears game, we we do have some good news when it comes to the Bulls and COVID, Dave. Um, Billy Donovan uh, spoke with the media today. Uh, the Bulls still really not doing any team activities of any kind while they try to get this under control. He did confirm that he uh, continues to test negative and that nobody on his coaching staff has been put in protocols either. So there's yeah. good news, part one. Good news, part two. Kobe White and Javante Green have both exited health and safety protocols and yeah. have begun doing individual workouts and slowly ramping up those individual workouts, according to Billy Donovan. Billy said Kobe's a little farther along than Javante is and that Javante's still a little bit winded. Um, And and that checks out because Kobe entered protocols and, you know, contracted this, I think, a couple of days prior to Javante Green. But at least it is starting to be a a, a part of this horrid calendar that the Bulls are working through where they're starting to get some guys back. Yeah, and that's a great thing, Matt. Like, it was good to hear some good news. <laughs> it really was. I didn't realize how much Cliff I Levinson, needed to baby. hear it. Man, for <laughs> real, right. You're right. Horace Grant called me that. I, I I didn't realize how much I needed it until I heard it. And it just felt like a sense of relief. Like, oh, thank you. Finally, you know, some guys are starting to come back, you know, after going through this. Um, they talked – they spoke about how Devonte Green is still winded. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? How Kobe White is still getting reacclimated uh, to the court again. So it's just I'm just happy those guys are back. It made sense about what he said about Zach and uh, Matt Thomas and guys like that. I'm sure you'll get in that in a second, but but yeah, Kobe and Javante being back is big, and we need them. <laughs> and I'm just happy that we have some players that I actually recognize that can get yeah. out there on the floor for us, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, I I watched the Bulls' most recent episode of All Access this morning, yeah. which, you know, by the way, they, they're doing such a better and better job great. with that, Bulls TV, those All Access episodes. Yeah, I think my, my favorite part is that they have started to include losses in those All Access episodes. Like, mm. back in previous years when they started doing that All Access show, and it was like, run with us, and it's like, cool, we lost by 30 again tonight. They would only include in those All Access episodes wins. The very yeah. rare wins. It was like, here's yeah. a win for us to break down and talk about. Here's some good news. Here's some gaslighting Bulls fans. And now Bulls social media team is like, no, we're we're gonna give we're gonna give them this team warts and all, growth plates and all. Uh oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said growth plates. Sorry, uh, I let it slide this time, but just know it's always <laughs> in reach. Just know it's always in reach, Matt. Just uh, know. <laughs> okay, so going back to those updates about players, as you mentioned. Zach Levine, Io DeSumo, and Alizé Johnson aren't expected to return out of COVID protocols until after Christmas. Um, if you think about the timeline here, that, like, you know, it seems like a long wait, but it does make sense, at least with Zach Levine, 
um, who he and Io went in on the same day, I believe, like right after they played the Heat yeah. game, like last Sunday. Yeah. So that was December 12th. The Bulls' last game before Christmas, at least scheduled right now, is December 22nd. So okay. that would be that 10-day minimum. And, you know, for the sake of we're going to be extra cautious, that's why Billy probably said we won't see those guys until after Christmas, which, okay, the good news here again, Big Dave, is that the Bulls' schedule is light right yes. now. And yeah. so e even if you have to wait until after Christmas to get Zach back, to get Io back, you might even get DeMar and Derek Jones Jr. back prior to that. You might get them back by that last game before Christmas, you're only talking about a handful more games that you need to fight your way through while you're missing key guys. That was the one thing I, I took out of that, Matt, is as soon as he said after Christmas, my heart kind of sank. Like, wait a minute, that's a long time. Like, what's wrong? Like, what the hell is going on? And then going you're on? like, oh, crap, and then, today's December 16th. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, yes, that. And then I went and looked at the schedule. And I said, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. You know what I'm saying? Because of the games, and I believe the 22nd, or or they have on the 22nd, I believe they have one more before Christmas, or maybe not. But their next game is like the 26th, like mm -hmm. after that. So that's why he's like, yeah, they'll be back after Christmas. It's just when I heard that, it made it seem like the the, the year is over. We're going to January. That's It just felt like that in my brain when he said it. But yeah, just looking at the schedule, and like you said, the schedule is light. It's mm -hmm. light, okay? That's why it was okay to take these two games off, even though I don't care if they have four games. They should have been taking them off because of what right. was going on. But it was just good that they had these two games off, and then next week, uh, Lakers, uh, Rockets, and Raptors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just those three games, you know what I'm saying, for the next week until that Christmas uh, break for everyone. So, yeah, it gives everybody a chance, you know, to go through what they have to go through for those 10 days. Also gives Zach a chance to fully heal that finger uh, that has been bothering him. He said it was close to 100%. Now it can get to 100% because, you know, Zach was not going to stop playing basketball for it to properly heal. Right. Um, so that here is that schedule. Lakers, Sunday the 19th, which, again, that could be postponed considering what we're seeing with these updates from Lakers players going into protocols. They clearly have an outbreak. Rockets Bulls on December 20th. Even if we don't have our whole slew of guys back, the Bulls owe the Rockets. Oh, yeah. boy, do they owe the Rockets because the mm -hmm. Bulls didn't take them seriously, let the Rockets win, and then the Rockets decided to beat, like, seven other teams in a row or whatever. But So, so the Bulls owe the Rockets. You can win that game even if, even if you're short, guys. They got right. the Raptors on the 22nd, and then no more games until the 26th. So if right. Zach and Io and DeMar and Derek Jones and all those guys are back by the time you play the Pacers on the 26th, you got to feel pretty good about that because then the schedule ramps up. You've got Pacers 26, Hawks 27, Hawks again 29, and then Pacers again on New Year's Eve. Oh, by the way, back-to-back, -back, you also play New Year's Day against the Washington Wizards. So mm. right after Christmas, the Bulls' schedule gets crazy tight and packed again. That's why we talked about a few things, why it was good to get off to a good start and why it's the silver lining in all this is that it was happening now mm -hmm. and going down now, guys. Because Matt just read it to you. It's about to get for real mm -hmm. <laughs> in about a couple weeks. So we are enjoying, you know, we were going to enjoy these, you know, teams that we obviously should have been beating. Uh, but now we get to use this time, you know, for everybody to get healthy as far as COVID is concerned. So when guys right. come back, then we start going into those teams 
you know, that that are playoff bound or just really tough teams. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we start getting to those conference games and conference games mean a little more. You know what I'm saying, Matt, when you're playing them, especially when those teams are good. You know what I'm saying? It means right. a little bit more, man. So, yeah, it's going to get for real, guys. So hopefully Bulls will be ready to go. We're in now now. When will then be now? Now. Soon. <laughs> Shout out Spaceballs. Uh, all right. So <laughs> speaking of all of these upcoming games against Washington and Atlanta and Indiana, we want to talk about the Eastern Conference and where the Bulls kind of stack up as we are right now at about that one-third mark through the regular season. We will do that coming up next. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. You've been hearing us tell you about Prize Picks for a while now. Have you signed up yet? If you mm-hmm. haven't, I don't know why. You should. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy, y'all. Yes. If you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out. I'm telling you, you're going to love this app for NBA and mixed sports pickups. This Christmas mm. Day slate of NBA games is going to be off the charts and even more fun if you're playing Prize Picks while you watch. Prize Picks mm-hmm. has the best DFS NBA prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording just a handful of minutes each game. Mm. And if you use promo code NBA when you sign up and make that first deposit, Prize Picks uh-huh. will give you a 100% instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's Shut free up. money. Free oh. money to play with. Prize picks allows mixed sport entries. So you can take the over on Justin Fields rushing yards the same night that you take the, the over on LeBron James points. You can do whatever you want. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So go to prizepicks.com today and don't forget that promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy. Made easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Big Dave, here we are, about a third of the way through the season. Um, wow, that happened fast. Uh, Bulls, it is. It did. <laughs> Bulls 17 and 10. Woo! Um, a game ahead of the Miami Heat. Woo! They are now a half game behind the Milwaukee Bucks, who have won 12 of their last 14. About Let's right. start there. Giannis is one of the big stars in the league that is currently in health and safety protocols. Um, so, so the Bucks are dealing with this too right now. But uh, this this slow start that the Bucks got off to, and a lot of it was just that they were short guys, and not because of COVID, but because of injuries. Right. Right. They've started to get some guys back. They're starting to find some some kind of groove here, and mm-hmm. they look like the team that is the defending champions right now. You knew it was going to happen, though, right? Like, I don't think anybody. I hope anybody didn't ex- expect them to continue to struggle. You know right. what I'm saying? I hope, like, I hope oh, you yeah. guys, yeah. The Bucks are done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No. They're one and done. They're out of here. Get out. You're know, not going to continue. I hope nobody out there listening or watching this felt that way. Y'all all seem like intelligent basketball people to me. We all knew what this was because even with all that, they were still staying at 500, which is what those good teams do, right? When they're going mm-hmm. through that stuff, and they don't have all their players and everything. They just kind of just stay above water until they get everybody, and then they go on the run. And that's exactly what you saw here. Like, they everybody got healthy, and then they went on the run. Now it's going to hit them, though, because you're right. Giannis being out is going to hurt. I don't care who you are. It's going to hurt. 
the thing about them though, Matt, they're a very good team, man. Like they're just a really good basketball team. Without Giannis, they're still a good basketball team. Without Giannis, of course, they're not as you know uh, devastatingly terrifying, but right. they're still a very good basketball team with Chris Middleton and with Holiday and with our guy and especially Matt's guy Bobby Portis doing his hey, thing this year. Man, he is balling out. I love watching him ball out, man. It just makes me just feel good because I'm like I can't wait for him to get paid. Like <laughs> it just makes me feel good. So. Yeah, they're going to be a problem going forward. So you got to get what you can before you have to start that real heavy schedule that the Bulls are about to start when you got to start playing those kind of teams, man. So uh, the NBA ESPN power rankings that come out every Monday, the most recent one from this Monday actually had uh, Suns, Warriors, Jazz, one, two, three. So three Western Conference teams. But then you got... Nets four, Bucks five, Heat six, Bulls seven. So one, one, two, three are Western Conference teams, and then boom, four, five, six, seven, Nets, Bucks, Heat, Bulls. Do we take issue with this at all? Because as I mentioned a, a moment ago, the Bulls seventeen and ten, um, and, and are are idle right now. The Heat, the Bulls have lost to twice. Right. One of those losses was, I believe, a three point final score. Um, like that was a close game and the Bulls just couldn't quite get that one. And in the second game against the Heat this past Saturday, the Bull, like you and I logged 18 minutes each off the bench. Six I point really, six fouls. Hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had myself a Chris Dunn game. Chris Dunn. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, you know, you don't count that, but you know, is, is that the only reason that you might say, okay, put the heat ahead of the Bulls right now, because as well as the Bucks are playing, and the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are still the Brooklyn Nets who have Kevin Durant and, and James Harden, although now Harden's in protocols, it, it's hard to put the Bulls ahead of either of those teams. Maybe the Heat is the only team that you could say, ah, oh, the Bulls got that. But the Bulls have two L's to the Heat, whereas they have beaten the Brooklyn Nets twice, yes, twice. two times. Yeah, and that's, that's, what's, that's what kills your logic, <laughs> kind of right there. Yeah, we beat Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? We beat them twice, man, and – and it was great, and it felt good. We haven't played the Bucks yet, but just looking at it, you would still kind of put the Bucks ahead of the Bulls because they're the defending champions. Then it just comes down to the Heat. You're right. That's really what it comes down to. And in the, mm-hmm. both the games against the Heat, you took L's against both of them. Uh, so it's hard for me to make that argument to say they should be ahead because that means you'll have to leapfrog the Heat. And you didn't beat the Heat. So you can't leapfrog the Heat. <laughs> you can't do it. You lost to the Heat. So it kills your logic, even though you've beaten the Nets twice. The problem is they're still the top-tier team. They're still the team everybody's chasing. Kevin Durant took himself and the Temptations and played like 48 minutes and had like 85 points and 55 yeah. rebounds. He had a Will Chamberlain kind of game, man. And he balled out and they won. So – when you see him do that kind of stuff, you understand why they're number one, even though the Bulls beat them twice. But losing to the Heat twice just really kills the entire argument for the Chicago Bulls being ahead and higher up in those rankings right there. That That's your whole argument right there. Yeah. Um, you know, at Brooklyn, for all of the talk about, uh, well, they're not, they're not really that super of a super team because Kyrie's yeah. sitting out and all. They only have eight losses. They are the only Eastern Conference team to still not have double-digit losses. The Bucks have 11. The Bulls have 10. Cleveland, Miami also each with 12. Right. So 
here, here's the other interesting thing because it seems like okay, Brooklyn, my Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Chicago, Miami, kind of like right there. But then here come the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are like, Ooh. oh yeah, we're 18 and 12. What's yeah, up? <laughs> nobody, nobody saw that coming. If if people nope. were talking about that surprise team at the beginning of this year, maybe there are some people out there taking credit saying, I th- I thought the the Cavs were going to be good, like playoffs, legit playoffs, not even in the play in. Good. Not many people were thinking that. Whereas people were talking about, you know, Atlanta being really good again, or maybe, you know, Charlotte being the team that makes that jump, or can the Knicks repeat what they did last year as sort of like that second tier among the East? And people kind of threw the Bulls in there, if that. What do you make of this? Like, is is Cleveland a legitimate threat? You know, the Bulls play them a whole bunch of times because they're a Central Division team, Mm -hmm. and the Bulls came up on the losing end in their first real meeting. Yeah, they're they're a threat, no question about it. Um, you're gonna have to contend with them. Their size is the problem, like point blank. Their size is the main issue for the Chicago Bulls. That's it. I don't think that they're a better team, honestly, than the Bulls. I just think they're mm-hmm. a bigger team <laughs> right. than the Chicago Bulls, and that's the main issue. So once the Bulls kind of figure that out, then they'll be okay. Also, I I don't think Cleveland is gonna be as healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. continuing on through the season. I think injuries are going to start biting them. I just, I don't, that's just my feeling. It just feels like injuries are going to start kicking them in the face soon. Um, but they're a good team, man. You can't take away from Okoro and what he's doing and Mobley um, uh, and how Lowry has fit in with them and how he's in a perfect position, Lowry, because you're not asking him to do anything. You're not asking him to be the man. You're just asking him to go out there. As as, as my partner, uh, Chris, a.k.a. C-Dub, says on Ball on Bulls, C-Dub? Lowry... Lowry doesn't want to be the reason for winning. He wants to be a part of the reason for winning. And that is the, that is the absolute fact. He doesn't want to be the reason they won. He like wants Bobby to be a Boucher part in of. the end zone going, slap hands, right, slap right, hands. Right. He wants to be the teammate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He doesn't want to be the star. There's yeah. a difference. Man. And that's true. And you're watching what Lowry is doing, putting up those same numbers. But it doesn't affect you as much because you're not looking at him to be the guy taking you. But, yeah, right. Rubio doing what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't don't know if I'm not going to rely on Rubio doing this all year long. If he does, kudos to him. More power to Ricky Rubio doing this, okay? But, my God, he has been looking like Magic Johnson out there. (laughs) He has been unbelievable. And the best for last, man, I say for myself, Darius Garland, man. Darius Garland, man. Matt, Matt Matt talked a lot about Darius Garland in that draft. And how much he wanted Darius Garland, man. That I did. That dude is. You were like, ja, ja, ja. I was like, we're not getting, we're not getting, we're not getting the number two pick. Stop, stop kidding yourself. I was like, Darius, we might get. Yeah. Ja. (laughs) He was amazing. I wanted ja. But Darius, I wasn't against Darius. It was just I wanted ja. But yeah, man, like he's been amazing though. He's really been great for that team. He's really settled that starting five put everybody in the position where they need to be. And he knows how to be a point guard. And he's done this all in one year. Like he figured it out in one year. He just needed that time to figure it out. He only played a handful of games in college. You know what I'm saying? But he got to the league. He just needed time to figure it out. And now you see where he is now with that team, man. So kudos to him and what he's doing. Uh, You mentioned Okoro and, you know, still not much of a threat shooting the ball, but just so crucial to what the Cavs are doing defensively. Also, in the name of players in the last 24 hours that have entered health and safety protocols. So uh, bummer there. Hopefully damn. there's no spread for, for the Cavs because uh, they have mm. been a really fun team to watch. I, yeah. I want to talk about 
Um, these two teams that have big decisions looming that could change the landscape of the Easter Conference in the back half of the season, and that's Brooklyn and Philly. So mm. let's get into that in just a minute. But first, Big Dave, tell the good mm-hmm. people, the fine people out there in Bulls Nation, how they can yeah. save themselves some money this holiday season and moving forward by canceling some of those unwanted subscriptions. Oh, I know what you've done. Yes, you. I know what you've done. You've signed up for another service online. Why? Because they gave it to you free for about two weeks. You said, man, I got to sign up for this so I can watch this show. You said, man, they're going to give me some free money. You just you just I, had to sign I up. I just for got it. hooked to the new Showtime because of the new Dexter season. I had to. I had to. But I'm going to forget Ex- to cancel it after I watch. Exhibit A, ladies and gentlemen. And this is how they get you. This is how they get you, man. You don't have to be a part of this, though. You got somebody that is your friend that will help you out, and it is called Truebill. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, you don't want, or simply you just forgot about it. On an average, people save up to 720 bucks a year through Truebill, okay? Because companies make their subscriptions so hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly, incredibly simple. Just link those accounts to Truebill and they will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap, y'all. And Truebill's concierge is there when you need them and when you want to cancel those unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. So this is what you do, guys. Don't fall for these scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com. Locked on NBA. Let's go right now. Get that app or go to truebill.com slash locked on NBA and you could save yourself hundreds, thousands a year. Save yourself some money. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. All right. So there's there's two players that, that obviously everyone is looking at right now, uh, you know, Lots of people uh, talking about it. People reporting about updates with Simmons and the trade talk mm-hmm. in Philly. Same thing with Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets. You know, there's talk about maybe the Nets will start letting him play road games in the back half of the season, but he still won't, you know, be able to play at home games because of the New York City ordinances that are on with COVID. I, I think I also saw something about like, oh, Kyrie, Kyrie might be open to this new, not available yet, but might be available sometime in the near future, like Plant vegan bait. impossible yeah. burger vaccine or yeah. whatever the fuck yes. it is. I, so now, like, Matt, Matt will hate that vaccine too. <laughs> get that out of here. Get that out of here. Uh, <laughs> the only time I would be an anti-vaxxer is if it's some weird vegan nonsense. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I want real... Cow juice in my vaccine. That's right. That's right. True swine all up and through my veins when I'm saving my life. That's how I got to have it. Man, Matt Peck is true to himself, baby. I love it. <laughs> off the rails. Off the rails. Okay. okay. What, what do you make of this, Big Dave, in the sense that one of these two teams or potentially both of these teams could make a big move that could either increase or hurt their chances of making it out of the East. Philly right now has had an up and down year. They are 15 and 14, currently tied with the Wizards at seven and eight in the East and just a half game ahead of Atlanta and Boston, who are both 14 and 14. So they are just in the thick of it. And yeah. has been playing well when he's been out there. And was gone for a while uh, with COVID. They've had guys missing throughout the season. True. And, and, and here sits Ben Simmons. Oh, 
What what do you think is going to happen? Is Daryl Morey going to get that top 25 player he wants for Simmons? And he's, is he going to leave? I'm going to say yes, um, because a team will take a chance on Ben Simmons. And this is why the NBA is so awesome. Like when that trade deadline comes up, everything's off the rails. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like everything. And you just see craziness happen. And I think you're going to see that with Ben Simmons, Matt. He's too good. Like, and I know people love dogging him and, and stash, and I get, and you're rightfully so, all right? But when I watch him play, man, that dude can play basketball, all right? He doesn't have the accolades he has because he can't play basketball. He can play basketball, and he's really good at it. And he will fit good on, on a team, and he will be helpful for that team. So I think teams like Portland, who might be going through that rebuild, be looking at it. a team mm-hmm. like Indiana, who has just come out, you know, we, we, we did shows about Miles Turner. Uh, about Sabonis. I just read uh, recently that Sabonis wants out himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, forget Indiana. I don't want to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, forget what you're saying. Get me out. So when it's those guys starting to crop up and say they don't want to be there, that increases for me the chances of Ben Simmons not being in Philly and, th- and them getting something back. Because Philly might be in that position, Matt, where they will take a top 25 player regardless of position. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike, yeah. they might take it outside of their need. They they need a two guard, yeah. But you, are they going to turn down some bonus? You know what I'm right, <laughs> are you yeah. going to turn that down for Ben Simmons? I wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah. cool. You know, I take him right now. So I think that they can make. They'll make that move. Kyrie with the Nets is different because the Nets are winning. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference in this. They can afford to be like, okay, you know what I mean? You. You won't want to play, fine. You don't want to play. All right, fine. Stay home. Is Kevin Durant going to be here today? Oh, he is? All right, fine. Yeah, right. you know what? Go ahead. Stay home. Do what you feel like doing. So they're in a different position in Philly because it's really affecting Philly, yeah. you know, and, and their wins and their losses and how they're playing their game. Brooklyn, they, they just need Kevin Durant to be all right and James Harden to contribute. Right. And they're still and- a formidable team. And Harden has been slowly making his way back to Correct. James Harden form. I don't know if it right. was that he came into this season a little bit out of shape. I don't know if it was – he was still dealing with some – I can't remember what the injury was. Was it a hamstring or, or an ankle? Or, it was something had, like that, yeah. It was something yeah. starting the season. So maybe he was playing hurt a little bit. And then also maybe not a huge factor, but a part of a factor, the adjusting to the, the NBA officials kind of – doing away with giving Harden yeah. some of the calls he was used to getting. Yeah. So yeah. all of that, you saw Harden struggle. But if he and and Kevin Durant are playing at the peak of their capabilities, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Brooklyn's the best team. That That's yeah. just it. Um, and they have very strong supporting characters over there. You know, uh, Joe Harris shooting the ball, Bruce Brown, uh, you know, the, the vet bigs and Aldridge and, and Paul Millsap like that. Mm-hmm. That is just a deep Patty Mills, an amazing addition for Brooklyn this oh, past offseason. Oh. They are good. So mm-hmm. like as, as well as Milwaukee is playing right now. And I know it like the the the, the uh, deciding factor between these two teams in a seven game playoff series last year and some tinkering around these outskirts of both of these rosters came down to Kevin Durant's shoe size. That was it. That's what separated these two teams. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm still, you know, operating under this under the assumption that Kyrie's not going to play. Yeah. Me and too. and if, if Brooklyn finds a trade out there for some team that's, you know, doesn't have to deal with the New York City rules and Kyrie could play in all of their games as an unvaccinated player and Brooklyn likes the return they get, maybe you do see Kyrie 
moved this deadline as well as Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. But you know, who knows? Maybe he says, "All right, give me the give me the plant based shot. Let me. I'm gonna lace him up." It's so crazy that the the future of these two players could change a whole lot of what we see happen in the Eastern yeah, Conference yeah. in March and April. That is so true, Matt. And and also, if it's going to affect what's happening in the Eastern Conference, that means it's going to affect the Chicago Bulls right. and what they're going to do. Because you we've seen them play against Philly, Matt, and they struggle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Against Philadelphia. Again, a team with size. Right. And not only with size, a team that has really, really good defenders as well. You know what I'm saying? Because that Thibault guy is giving Ooh. you nightmares. Oh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? That dude is a problem, man. And Embiid is just really nothing for him. There's nothing you can really do with it. Joel Embiid. So Philly is an issue. I think they're better against the Nets because they play a more free-flowing style. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the Nets aren't as strong defensively, whereas the Bulls are strong defensively. Right. So I think that bodes well for them. But that's still the Nets. That's still Kevin Durant. You know what I'm right. saying? So any day, any day in time, if he just says, I'm dropping 50 and we're not losing, well, that's what's going to happen. So going forward, though, Matt, the Bulls got to be prepared uh, for these teams and these moves that could be coming down, like you just mentioned. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because those guys are still out looking. In addition to the own moves that you were sure AK and Mark Eversley are taking a look at themselves, you know, to improve the Chicago right. Bulls. But, yeah, they got to keep their eye on those teams because – because, man, and it's wide open, Matt. It's wide open in the Eastern Conference. We know the Nets are that team. We know uh, Milwaukee is serious. But if they're wide open, man. It's not crazy to think the Bulls have a shot. It's not. Yeah, it, it really isn't. I mean, what would you agree with uh, the, the, the take that the Bulls are as good and capable of beating any team in the East right now, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's tough because I don't really think that we've seen Bulls, Bucks, yeah, in, in a, yeah, like you know, w- we know what we match up like against Miami now. We know what we match right. up like against Philly and against Cleveland and against right. Brooklyn and some of these other contenders mm-hmm. in the East, but we we don't really know how Bulls, Bucks is going to go yet, and, and hopefully. You know, when, when the Bulls and Bucks play, Giannis is back and the Bulls guys are back. So you get a good measuring stick kind of game. So you know yeah. where you stack up. But would you say that, that that is fair to say, hey, you know, yeah, it's still kind of Brooklyn, Milwaukee, but then the Bulls are right there and they are certainly mm-hmm. capable of, of hanging with both of those teams too? I mean, if we're looking at how the season has gone so far, I know it's not crazy to say. I mean, Wolves, what, second in the East? It's, it's not mm-hmm. insane to think this. You know, you have two all-stars on your team. You have the best backcourt. You can argue we have the best backcourt in the league. It's mm-hmm. until Clay Thompson gets back. You yeah. can still sit there and say that. You know what I'm saying? At least in the Eastern Conference, definitely you can say that. Um, so no, it's not it's not insane to have that thought or insane to even say that. You know what I'm saying? Is it can it happen? Will it happen? We don't know. I don't think so, but we don't know. But I'm but it's not crazy to sit there and be like, they got a shot at it because they do, they have a real legitimate shot at it with how good they are defensively and what they do in transition and how they are wreaking havoc on these teams with these small ball lineups, man. They are causing havoc. They hate Caruso. Caruso is a prison warden. They cannot, he's locking cats up. Like, they can't stand this dude, man. So, that yeah, man, like, it's not crazy to think that. You know, and Bulls fans should be excited if they have those uh, thoughts, you know, about this team. But, like, yeah. we said, like I said, man, they still got moves that they got to make, you know, as far as getting size. 
as far as uh, realizing how they got to compete with these other teams that are bigger than them. Because Cleveland is still a problem for you. Philly is still a problem for you. Milwaukee is damn sure a problem for you. And all three of those teams have size and play, right. you know, solid defense. You got to figure that out going forward. But to say they don't have a shot is not is not factual. They definitely have a shot at this, Matt. And can't wait till they it's, get back in it, baby. It's crazy that we're just talking about like good versus bad matchups and like, you know, potentially like seeding and who the Bulls right. match up with in a first round and whether, you know, it's a good matchup or a bad, as opposed to like, okay, um, rooting for losses already to help our ping pong balls. <laughs> like, man. What a world of difference. We're sitting here yeah. just itching to get Bulls games back underway again because yeah. it's been since Saturday that the Bulls have played, and it feels like forever. Feels like forever. And and now, look, do not be surprised if Bulls-Lakers on Sunday gets postponed because the, La the Lakers got an outbreak. So we'll see. We might have to wait a little bit longer to get the Bulls next game. But the good news is when that next Bulls game comes – I think the Bulls will have some fresh bodies coming back and uh, able to play again, exiting protocol. So that's the good news. All right, that's it for today. Uh, if there are any more updates from Billy Donovan from the Bulls as far as guys coming back from protocols, we will give you those updates to talk about them on tomorrow's episode. And uh, maybe we'll dive into some mailbag as well. So hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. You could also hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Pack. Dave is at Bow BAWS Sport. We are at Locked on Bulls. Until tomorrow, Matt, Dave, T-Red be good.